Welcome, everybody, to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. I'm here today with Aiden, and then about halfway through in the episode, it's going to switch over, and I'm going to be talking to Jake about the Deshaun Watson news. But me and Aiden, we're going to talk about the more realistic stuff going on, I guess. And that is, unfortunately, a couple departures. Uh, We have Robert Sala, who's been interviewed by five of the six teams that need head coaches. Only the Texans have not interviewed him. Very interestingly enough, they have not interviewed Eric Bieniemy as well. Um, also, Adam Peters, it appears that he might be on his way out, which would be a tremendous loss for the 49ers. And then a couple other assistants, Matt LaFleur, Mike McDaniels, those guys are important to the offense. They could be going with Sala or maybe a different team hires him as an offensive coordinator, and last but not least, Martin Mayhew, who is also a scout. He's kind of one of – he's one of John Lynch's right-hand guys, him and Peters. But those guys all are potentially leaving. I'll ask you first, Aiden, who out of those five guys do you think is most likely to be gone and who is least likely to be gone? I would say Sala is most likely to be gone. I think even going into this year, we knew that it was probably going to be his his last year. He was linked to – a couple of the head coaching opportunities last off season. And it was a little surprising when he came back, everyone was kind of pleasantly surprised uh, for the revenge tour um, that, that didn't end up really happening. But I think he's almost hundred percent leaving. Some team will um, look at him and see a, a, a head coach and a guy who can lead their, their players and a really just a program changer. I think Sala is, is that guy. And I would say out of those five, probably Mayhew is the least likely to go. Sala won't take him. He's already been a GM. He was the GM of the Lions when they were absolutely horrible. And he's in a good spot now where he has a lot of say in Lynch's ear. And I can't see him giving it up for, I don't think he's being linked to any GM jobs the way Peters is. Peters is linked to the Panthers job and the Broncos job, both jobs that aren't horrible. Both have a quarterback who can win games. They're not franchise guys, probably. Both are okay jobs. Um, so I could see him leaving for one of those, Peters. Yeah, no, Peters definitely could go back to Denver. I know that it was almost like John Elway gifted him, Adam Peters. Like, hey, this guy is brilliant. He's going to go. He's going to help you guys out. He's going to really, like, turn around your scouting department. It, it almost seemed like, like almost like a friendly gesture. I remember that. People were really like, whoa, they just gave him Adam Peters. And I, I didn't know who he was, obviously, because I'm not, like, looking into the, the Broncos scouts. But it was a big deal when they brought him over. And he's been credited with a lot of the late-round draft picks that have turned out. Uh, and, and I just think if, if he ends up going to the Panthers, honestly, that's a good place for Adam Peters to control that roster because they've come around a lot. Matt Rule looks like, like the real deal there. Denver doesn't look like it's – a very good place to be right now. I'll say that, but he's linked there because, you know, he used to be like the head scout or maybe it was the director of player personnel or something like that. Like, I think that's his title on the 49ers right now, but he, I think he and, and Sala are almost in the same boat. Like they're almost locks to be gone. I know that I was reading some stuff up about Adam Peters and he wants to be to have like the final say in the roster. He wants roster control where he's not going to ever get that in San Francisco, which is that's the big like reason I think he'll, he's a lock to leave because even if John Lynch stepped down as GM or I guess he 
he could do what John Elway did and promote himself. But but by losing, you know, a lot of power, even if he did that and they wanted to bring in Adam Peters as GM, he's still secondhand guy on roster control to Kyle. And that's the big issue in my mind. So I do think that he's going to leave. Definitely wish him the best of success because he's helped this this program a ton. So him and Sala, I think they're both – I don't know where Sala will land, though. That's the big question there. I know that Detroit is the place that everyone kind of is like, okay, Detroit. I hope he doesn't go to Detroit. That place, it's just not – no one wins there. They're a mess. He'll probably turn some guys around. You know, he'll, he'll do his thing on defense because their defense is atrocious. But I don't really – I don't really want him to go there just for his own sake. I know a lot of people were like, okay, he should go, he should go to the Chargers. Problem with the Chargers is you you got this pretty good other quarterback in the division. You know, he might, he might you know, be in first place for about 10 seasons. So that one's tough. So I don't really know where he's going to end up. I know the Jags, he's interviewing them with them today. Uh, we're interviewing this right before the wildcard games. But I don't know, man. I think both of them are pretty much locks to be gone and definitely wish them both the best. Matt LaFleur, Mike McDaniels, Kyle's guys, uh, one of them kind of runs the passing game, one of them kind of runs the running game in McDaniels, and Martin Mayhew. It just depends, I think, what happens internally with the 49ers. Because say that Mayhew gets offered a GM job somewhere else, he's going to take it unless the 49ers let him become their GM and John Lynch does the, you know, I'm going to be the president, you could be the GM. That could happen. I don't know if it will. I don't know if Mayhew will even be offered a GM job. I know he's been interviewed, I think, a couple places or at least linked to a couple of the jobs. But Matt LaFleur, if Saul leaves, it's likely that he will go with him. I know that the LaFleurs and the Salas are, I guess, really close, uh, both those guys. So that would make a lot of sense there. And Mike McDaniels, he's been linked to a couple other offensive coordinator jobs. But I wouldn't mind seeing either of these guys become an offensive coordinator for the 49ers. I don't know if Kyle would even do that. I also don't know if it would be like a limited offensive coordinator job because that's, that's the big thing. A lot of these guys, they want to you know, make their mark on an offense and show like, hey, I can be the guy. That's where I think there's questions. But Aiden, do you like either Matt LaFleur or Mike McDaniels being promoted to offensive coordinator? And what about a potential Martin Mayhew GM change? I wouldn't have any problem with either of those guys moving to OC. Um, I think if we're honest, they're not going to have the same role as an OC as they would somewhere else. Um, Shanahan is going to be the guy who calls the plays. And I think that's what most 49er fans want. But I know that there have been some people, um, myself included, who think that Shanahan could use another voice in that room I don't know if promoting somebody to OC gives them that voice. I don't know if they already have that that voice. But Shanahan seems to have a lot on on his plate. Pretty much all all the offense comes down to him, and I think it's important. I mean, because even even McVay has an OC. Uh, he he didn't have an OC for a while, but I think he recently hired one, and we've seen that that Rams offense was better this year than they were last year. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have any problem with them being promoted. Martin Mayhew has been a, a, a GM if he can get that job again. It's one of the hardest jobs to be fired from and get hired to again. So if he can find a way to do it, that'd be fantastic for him and really wish him nothing but but the best. And but I don't I don't think that's that's super likely. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Also, 
Rams offensive coordinator is Kevin O'Connell. You're right about that. He got hired going into this year. So that was his, his first year. But the, the big thing about all of this stuff is Kyle Shanahan is the talent. He is the evaluating talent. Not Maybe not as much as an evaluator, but as a coaching talent. He is the guy that makes the offense click. He is the guy that – I mean, Sala is well and Lynch is well, but he definitely helps build the culture. And so the big thing about all this stuff is even if Robert Sala and Adam Peters leave, there will be guys that will be brought in to replace them. Now, I think more likely it will be easier to replace Sala just because we've heard how Kyle speaks of D'Amico Ryans. We know that they've been linked to Dan Quinn. You know, they've been linked to a couple of these guys. I think that Adam Peters is the guy that's the hardest one to replace just because – and also it's hard to look into their front office. You know, maybe everyone's a little bit too – like, I don't know, thinks Adam Peters is a little bit more. I do not think that's the case. Every single place I've, I've listened to, every single thing I've read about Adam Peters is it's kind of crazy that he's not a GM yet and that he is just absolutely brilliant. So I think that that is the, the really big loss, which is weird to say because – the 49ers just had – it was either the fifth or the sixth-ranked defense last year in DVOA. And they had no Nick Bosa. They had Sherm missing for a lot of the year. You know, they had Kwaski Tart have a season in the injury. They traded Quan. They did all this stuff, and they were five or six. So if you have a healthy defense with Robert Sala, like, you're going to ball out. But I, I do think that, like, Fred Warner – monster and I, I just think that there's a lot of guys I mean I guess not I guess maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm talking myself out of it because their defense was so damn good this year and it's just like all right Sala must have I mean Sala was definitely important and you see a lot of his adjustments that he made also big thing I want to bring up is everyone always talks about how much running quarterbacks kill the Niners last two weeks of the year they bottled up Russell Wilson pretty good and you know the Cardinals and Kyler Murray scored 12 points so he kind of flipped the switch on that one as well. I do think it's a it's a big loss. I'm not trying to like underplay the loss of Robert Sala, but I do think having D'Amico Ryan's be brought in there as defensive coordinator because that's what seems like gonna ha- that like what is gonna happen. I know uh, the defensive line coach Chris Kosarik. I was talking about him kind of becoming that guy. It does not sound like he's like there yet. It D'Amico Ryan's Kyle Shanahan said like, hey, this guy will be a head coach one day. So. It's either going to be him or a guy like Dan Quinn that's familiar. I don't think that they would bring someone else in besides Dan Quinn. Maybe Gus Bradley. I don't. I just don't really see either of those happening, though. I think it's D'Amico Ryans. So I would put my money on D'Amico Ryans being the 49ers GM next year. Or, sorry, defensive coordinator next year. Aiden, do you, are you on the same same boat as me on that one? Same exact boat, I would say 95% chance probably. A super dark horse um, is Broncos head coach Vic Fangio. He was our DC for a while. And if, if you remember when Shanahan first got hired, um, that's the guy that, that, that he wanted. But he was under contract with the Bears then, I think. Um, I the only reason that I didn't get him is because he was under contract. If it's going to be somebody out of house, it would be Dan Quinn or it would be Vic Fangio, but he's obviously still the head coach of the Broncos, and it doesn't look like they're going to fire him. But no. I would say yeah. he's, he's, he's the super long shot, but I think it's really just those those three guys. But I'm all aboard the D'Amico Ryan's train. I think that's probably 95% chance of that happening. 
Also, another thing is they run a 3-4 there. And a lot of the stuff I've heard is that you don't want to put Bosa in a 3-4. Well, Not that he. I mean, you're going to be in the sub package that 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 nickel package for, I don't know, seventy percent of the time, um, and in that nickel sub package, even in in the three four, your your linebacker comes down, and I mean, you you can put your hand on the ground. There's no difference between standing up and putting your hand on the ground. If Bose is on the field seventy percent of of the time, that's probably what he played his rookie year. I, I, I feel like Fangio is smart enough to figure out, okay, I have this game record. I'm not going to do exactly what I'm doing with um, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. I wouldn't see that as a complete deterrent, but it is definitely something to keep in mind, and that's a good point that you bring up. Yeah, and with that said, like it, that's just like some of the stuff I've heard, but I think you're right. Vic Fangio has shown for – how long has he been a coach? Like 50 years, 40 years? He's, he's been an elite – you know, defensive coordinator, high-level high assistant for a very long time. He, he's, you're right about that. He's not going to bring out, like, a bad side of Bosa. If anything, he's going to help Bosa. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I get, what, I get what you're saying on that. And, and the 3-4 stuff, you never know. Like, these guys can change. They can switch the defense up a little bit. It can be a modified version of what he's run in Denver. But I don't think that he will be fired either, like you said. I mean, he's hired right now. Maybe if – one that's interesting, maybe if Sala came back, like he doesn't get hired, which everyone thinks he will. But like, keep in mind, a lot of these teams have interviewed a bunch of guys, and many of them have, oh, you know, they might hire Bienemy, oh, they might hire Urban Meyer, oh, you know, they're also interviewing like the Falcons. They're also interviewing the guy that was the interim head coach. I can't think of his name right now. And Raheem they, Morris. yeah, Raheem Morris. Um, he's also he's you know he's also been linked to be the defensive coordinator of the Niners as well. Hmm. The main thing that I that I know about him is he has absurdly white teeth. I don't know if that directly correlates to being a good DC. Uh, I think they got better once he became the head coach, but I don't know a ton about him. Yeah, and that's something that Kyle would probably know a lot more because I believe he was there in Atlanta when Kyle was as well. So there'd have to be you know like the link there. But overall, man, I think that there's two big departures. I don't think anyone needs to freak out about Matt Lafleur or Martin Mayhew potentially leaving once one I don't think that Martin Mayhew will I think it's likely that LaFleur leaves it leaves I think that Mike McDaniels Martin Mayhew will both be back just because this is a good opportunity they can they can build up the resumes here you know that this is it's a good offense to work with it's a good place for Martin Mayhew to go yeah I was I was all in on Brandon Ayuk that was my guy and, and take credit for that you know Oh, look, Mar- look, Brandon Ayuk is a complete baller. Oh, look, I-, I had a big say in drafting defensive line. Like, that kind of stuff goes a long way. And then, if- I mean, we've seen all these guys. And you brought up getting hired again as a GM is probably the hardest thing to do. That- that's really true. Because you don't – many of these guys, they will live out – outlive, like, a coach or even two coaches sometimes. And we saw Trent Balk. He was-, he was there for way too long. <laughs> and – you see a lot of guys like this, and and Trent Baalke, I mean, he was taking credit for what like guys on the roster that were before him. You know, like a lot of the guys, and he, he was just miss, 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 and he had such a long string. So it's hard to get hired again if you have, you you I guess you fail at the job, which is I don't know if Martin he really did that. I believe he drafted both Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford. Kind of just dealt a bad hand with the Lions. That, that's why I don't want. Also, that's why I don't want to see Robert Sala end up there because it just seems like a place that. 
it's hard to be successful. It is really hard to be successful in Detroit. But anything else you want to add on this possible departures, potential defensive coordinator replacements, anything like that? Not particularly. Sala, I think, is linked to that Lions job because uh, he's a Michigan guy. Um, he went to Eastern Michigan or something like that and played football there. But I think we're forgetting that he was the Jaguar linebacker before we hired him. Um, he was in the Jaguars organization. So I'd say that that's a place that we're not really, uh, that he's not being talked about as much that I think he has a great chance of going. It's the same guys who liked him as their linebacker coach. Um, and he's only had success since there, um, since he left there. But I mean, there's also a, a possibility that Sala goes, okay, it's revenge toward 2.0. I don't like anything that, that these <laughs> teams are saying in these interviews. Um, and maybe a job like the Broncos opens up next year. Um, and he has a job that he's specifically eyeing um, with some defensive talent that he wants to work with. I don't, I don't know what's going on in that guy's head. Um, I think he's in a really good spot where he has a lot of options and he's not like he's, he, he's getting a lot of credit for that, that 49ers defense and deservedly so, but that gives him a lot of options and maybe he stays and raises his stock even more and wants to, because that, that, that 2019 Niners defense, like we, we, we talk about um, like we were number five this, this past year, um, but there's a big difference between number five and number, I think we were two behind that historic Patriots defense. Like that, that 2019 Niners defense last year was worth, like I would say a touchdown and a half per game. They were, they were worth 10 points per game. And they were the reason that we won um, 13 games last year even and I, I think that the running game took over in in the playoffs but that that defense was our identity even with Shanahan who's who's an offensive genius um I think it's important to realize maybe Sala thinks that he can raise his stock even more and will have his pick of job I don't know how many offers he's he's going to get or anything like that this offseason but I don't think it's 100 percent that that he's leaving um given that people have to offer him and Maybe he goes, I want to run it back, which is kind of what he did last year. But yeah, I know I, I have seen some NFL quotes saying, oh, Saul's a lock to leave. But that's the thing is like, you're a lock to leave until, wait a second, all these jobs filled up. Like that, that happens so often. That's the thing. And if, say, Urban, like you brought up the Jags, say Urban Meyer ends up there. I don't know that much about the Lions job. That's why I still think the Lions job is the one that he's been linked. I mean, he's been linked there the most. But Say the Lions go somewhere else, then it looks looks really bleak if those two spots are if those two jobs are filled. So you never know. The NFL is really weird. Also, you bring up we were just talking about this before. Zach Taylor, he was hired after being two years prior being an assistant wide receiver coach. Then he turns quarterback coach. Then he gets hired. Okay, kind of came out of the blue. Same thing with Sean McVay. Every like. The last few seasons, every time there's been one guy like, whoa, how did that guy get hired? And it's not even like they're like not ready for it or whatever. It's just like people don't recognize that, that they're being interviewed, that they're highly thought of. You know, like a lot of people like them and they, and they end up winning a job, you know. So there's always a guy like that. Maybe someone lands like that in Detroit and they, they want to get the, the young offensive guy. I mean, I hope that happens. I'd rather see Salah back here. But that, that's kind of where we're at on, on that conversation. and. Uh, me and Jake will just be talking about Watson here in just a second. Hey.